The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance. Crazy in love, the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She begs me to wrap her in bread almost daily. <laughs> the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I'd be better if someone would roll me up in some bread right now. Right? You make <laughs> me hungry. But I was going to say... The farther we move along with this craziness, the better your openings are. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, I can only be as good as the show is. If they're not giving me anything to work with, I got nothing. Very true. I think the bread one was my favorite. Opening or scene in 90? Opening. Oh, well, it's because it's so true. You would love to be rolled. Oh, I would love to bread. be a little human burrito and then just have you eat the bread. Jeez, getting things sexual. are getting a little sexual too early in the too podcast. Too soon, too yeah, soon. Too soon, too soon. Hey, guys, if you haven't yet, please follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy in Love. we got some memes there, got some other things going on. Send us a message on Instagram if you want to chat. We're always down to chat. Yeah, talk to us, guys. So We're follow us chatty. there at 90 Day Crazy in Love. Subscribe on Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening. Subscribe everywhere. And also, guys, don't forget to <laughs> smash that subscribe button. Smash that subscribe button. Smash it like it's hot. Smash it like it's hot. <laughs> and thank you guys so much for the reviews. We love every single one of them. So please, if you haven't left a review yet, it would mean a lot if you could. Please leave a review or just a couple stars, a five star, four, whatever. Review. Stars, yeah. whatever you got, we'll take we it. We love reading those or just looking at them if you just leave <laughs> stars and we're like, oh, stars. Yeah. All right. Enough about the reviews. What do you say we do a little 90 day, by the way? My favorite segment. All right. Well, you might know this first one because if you don't, what kind of 90 day fan are you? Here we go. Shoot. Larissa and Cheap Eric are officially done. Broken up, Dunzo, gone their separate ways. What? You didn't know this? I didn't. Okay, I tell uh, you. You know how busy. Here we go. She's gonna say, "I'm so busy with work. I can't oh, get on social media." A hundred percent. I'm so busy where, with work. Where are your priorities? Well, I still have to pay my bills. Plus, I also love my day job. Yes. As much as I love the podcast, but you know, you gotta balance it out. And when I'm busy at work. I don't go on social media as much. Okay. Well, then breaking news for Teresa and whoever else hasn't opened up Instagram in the last week. Larissa and Cheap Eric, yes, they are done. What? Larissa went on Instagram a few days ago and she posted. She did a little post for all of us at home. She said, dear friends and followers, since I started my presence on social media, I feel we've created a relationship of trust because of that. I feel responsible to communicate to you when something important happens in my life. Okay, so what is it? 
I'm no longer in a relationship. We decided to follow separate paths for now. We are different people who have grown apart, seeking development and happiness. I hope you guys understand. This is a new chapter in my life, and I'm excited to see what happens next. All right. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. One. Yeah. Didn't they buy a house together recently? Yeah, they moved to Colorado. She moved to his hometown. I think they... I don't know. I guess they bought a house. They made it seem like they bought a house. But if they moved to his hometown, maybe they just moved into his parents' house or something. Well, maybe. I don't think so. But maybe three. Yes. Why would you as much as I've never been to Colorado, but I love the idea of Colorado because we are very outdoorsy people. We love to hike. We love to travel. We love to ski. We love to snowboard, right? Larissa, if she's trying to make it in the entertainment business, right? Vegas was a way better city yeah. than any city in Colorado is. Not only is it a better city, it is a better backdrop. When she's taking half-naked pictures in her backyard and you can see her neighbors out like barbecuing next door. Very it's, true. It's not very erotic. And also, Vegas is way cheaper than Colorado. So yeah, that's true. For all these reasons... She should consider <laughs> moving back to Vegas. I'm that serious. Well, she I don't has think... her Brazilian Carmen there. Now when she doesn't have Eric anymore, if she wants to bang occasionally, she's got cold. Mm, jeez. She wants to fight with someone. She's got Deb. Well, I'm with you. I don't think she's going to stay in Colorado if she's no. not with Eric. She's got nothing going on there. And so, my, yeah. I'm sorry to cut you, but I have one last question. I think this is the most important one. What about her visa status? Mm-hmm. Last time, the immigration was trying to, you know, see what's going on. She doesn't have her work permit yet, as far as we know. Right. She doesn't have her green card yet, right? The idea, from what I thought, was she's going to marry Eric and make that just legit to make mm-hmm. sure if, if they come after her, she'd be like, no, I remarried, I'm happy, this is my new husband. Like, no, you cannot do anything to me, right? Now she's single again. So how is that going to work with all her past issues? I don't know. I'm sure she could find a guy in a second. She is so sought after now. I'm sure she could probably find employment. She's kind of a But she doesn't deal. have the papers yet as far as we know. But someone could sponsor her. Someone for what? Could- for, for No one sponsors you for porn. Oh, porn is a big money industry. I tell you what. I got my work permit and the employer before we got married i was on a work visa the employer has to make a case to the immigration that no one else can do your job yeah you think you think larissa's not one of a kind nobody else can do what what she does well what industry that's like legit the world is her oyster she could stop throwing so much shade on larissa maybe that magician in his basement's gonna sponsor her Maybe she nobody. could get an artist visa. That's true. Exactly. But there are so many possibilities for young Larissa. Well, one, she's not as young. Two, not as many possibilities. Because don't and forget, don't forget about her background. She has criminal records. That's true. And not just one. That's true. So that all together, it's not a clean case for any visa. You know what else she has? Kids. Maybe she should go back home now that she's no longer with cheap Eric and take care of her kids. That's a very, very good point. But here's kind of what I'm thinking. Because it all happened too coincidentally, right? She gets fired 
from 90 Day Fiance, Mm -hmm. no longer with TLC. And within weeks, she breaks up with Cheap Eric. To me, that just screams Cheap Eric was a storyline. And if I'm no longer on 90 Day, I'm no longer going to spend my time with you. Well, yes, I I understand your point of view and makes sense. But why would you move with him to a different state, to his home state? Because they were moving and when they literally were packing the moving truck is when she got fired from 90. It wasn't like she got fired and a month later they decided to move. They were literally moving. It was moving day and it was also firing day. But also what's easier to be like, oh man, I don't want to be with Eric anymore. Let me just unpack this truck and put it in a different one and just moving with Carmen for a little bit. Or it'll be like... Let's just move to Colorado and see what happens. I think she probably was hopeful maybe that she would be able to maintain some sort of celebrity with 90 or some sort of offer. And it probably never came. And she's like, "Okay, we're not getting a spinoff. There's not going to be a Larissa Ericky spinoff. We're done. Yes. I I have to say the only she's not getting any spinoffs because she got fired. And the only celebrity she can keep is Porn yeah. or like the <laughs> OnlyFans, whatever Stepanka's doing, right? Yeah. Nothing else is going on with her that she she would be like, oh my God, like she's going to maybe be cast in movies or singing. No, like there is nothing, nothing but her boobs. Okay. Well, this is a great segue to my second 90 day, by the way. Okay. All right. Because we're talking about Larissa's celebrity, We're not the only ones obsessed with 90 Day Fiance here. There are, in fact, some pretty big name celebrities who are super fans as well. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I got interested. Who are these super fan celebrities? And with the help of Screen Rant, I was able to gather some names of celebrities who are as gaga over this show as we are. Can I guess one? I think he just picked up on my little hint there. Drake. No. Oh, <laughs> I just said who are as Gaga over this show. Oh, as we well, are. yeah, I picked up Lady Gaga, but yeah. I didn't know that. But no. I thought th- I saw something about Drake and Drake <laughs> taking uh, actually Larissa's side on some issues, but maybe it wasn't Drake. I wouldn't be surprised. But no, first is Lady Gaga. I love Lady Gaga. And she loves 90 Day. On a past episode of Ellen, she was asked to name which one reality show she'd watch for the rest of her life. And she chose none other than 90 Day Fiance. Yes, girl. She knows what's up. Lady Gaga knows oh, what's yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Second, Amy Schumer. I know you're not a big fan of her, the comedian Amy Schumer. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan. She has her own show, Amy Schumer Learns to Cook. And she admitted, she confessed that 90 Day is her favorite TV show. And she also said she gets starstruck by reality shows. And I quote, like if I saw someone from 90 Day Fiance, those kind of people. Oh my God, that's how I feel, but I'm not a celebrity, so. I know, but she's, Amy Schumer would be starstruck wow. by 90 Day. Yeah, I'm thinking she's got this cooking show, it's with her husband, her husband's a chef. Are you thinking of Annie and David? Yeah, they should do a collaboration. Yeah. Right, a little David and Annie, a little husband and wife, a little Amy and her husband. That'd that would be, very, be fun, I guess. Very good, yeah. As much as I don't really like Amy, I like her a little more after I know that she shares my passion <laughs> for 90. I think she's got some good specials. I've seen her a couple times. I saw her once live, hilarious. And I really? saw one special on HBO and it was terrible. Oh, was it so. the one when she was pregnant? 
Yeah, that one that wasn't. One, no, that one was funny. Oh, okay. No, I saw her live though and it wasn't when she was pregnant and it was hilarious. So got to give a shout out to Amy Maybe Schumer. she should just stick to stand-ups and don't do any movies because those suck. That's kind of true. That's kind of true. Okay. Last celebrity, also a comedian. And this one is just fantastic. So. Jerry Seinfeld. No, I I think he's a little <gasps> too high. Larry David. No, but that would be pretty, 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 pretty good. I love Larry David. No. While waiting for the Nevada during the elections, right? Mm-hmm. While waiting for Nevada to post their results. Mm-hmm. Seth Rogen. Oh. Tweeted. It all comes down to Colty and his mother. <laughs> so we know he's a fan. Oh, my God. I love Seth Rogen. I think we were talking about that, too, when we were waiting for the Nevada elections. Like, oh, my gosh, it's cold. Like, and Debbie, Deb and, come on. Go come finally. On. <laughs> go go to the polls. Yeah. So, listen, we're not alone in our 90-day love. Oh, I we know are, we're not. We are in this, good company good. with some celebrities. Big celebrities, yeah. Some big celebrities. Big celebrities. I don't know about as big as Drake. <laughs> uh, well, Lady Gaga's bigger than Drake. Not anymore. She used to be. No, no, no. She is big. How many songs does Lady Gaga have on the radio today? Because Drake's probably got 19. Right now, Drake has none. That's not true. That's not true. He has nothing new. Okay. All right. He's got some song about sliding. Like, oh, I'll do the slide. I don't even know. I don't know what you're saying. I'm not going to try. But Lady Gaga, her last big thing was the movie with Bradley Cooper. That song is still popping on radio. Shallow. Yes. Yeah, I'm not going to sing. We haven't sang on the podcast in a while. All right. Anyways, that's 90 Day, by the way. We love 90 Day. (laughs) Almost almost as much as Amy Schumer. I'm I'm, I'm genuinely very, very pumped for the new season. I know. I know. These guys, the, Uh. the other way guys... They either have one last shot next week to make this interesting. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't know. I, know. I don't know. I know. Otherwise, we're glad it's ending. Tim and Melissa used to be a bathroom break. This whole show is turning into a bathroom break. Yeah, well, there there's still a few interesting things. But again, I say it every single time and I'm going to repeat myself. I know what you're going to say. Because yeah. you say it every time. Stop spoiling. Exactly. Stop spoiling. Literally stop spoiling. And this is how I get kind of annoyed watching the show you know live on sunday night and the second the show ended i looked at my social media actually the first picture i see is devon and her new guy yeah topher or whatever name like is. literally that just kills it like why would you do that why would they let them do that like ugh. yeah we just spent two hours watching you and Junie. Like you you're getting you're getting ready to marry Jehoon. Yeah. Like <laughs> you're trying on your wedding dress like to marry Junie. Couldn't you guys wait until this whole episode or not even episode, the whole season. show is over, the season? Like that's no. all I would all They're I would all ask thirsty. For. They're all thirsty for likes. Oh, that's just They need dumb. to be better at teasing it and playing the game. Like Darcy's really good at teasing. Yeah, post like a she picture. never spoiled. She teased, maybe. She was just posting Darcy, but she never spoiled anything. No. That's what I want. Okay. All that's right. what I want. All right. Well, you said it more than once. And now. I'm really hoping that TLC's gonna do something in the next season to tell the cast like you cannot be posting anything on social media that would spoil the show for the viewers. Well it's crazy because no one has to follow them on social media. We never followed cast members on social media until the podcast. And so I would say the majority of people 
are probably not getting spoiled the way we are. Well, I think majority of people do. Fo- if you're a f- hardcore fan, oh, you do I follow was, them. I was hardcore, but well, I had too much pride to follow the cast members until a few months ago. Well, I always I didn't follow them before because I didn't want to get spoilers, but I was checking on them. Okay, a little peek here and there. A little peek, but I never never seen any like major spoilers like I have on this season. I know it's getting out of hand. Literally out of hand. Out of and control. Out of control. TLC, do something. <sighs> All right. You want to talk about the show? Sunday night, the other way. Yes. We're, we're getting close to the end here. I think, what, there's one more episode, maybe two more episodes. Yeah. I mean, listen, it wasn't the worst. Some stuff started Some, to happen. Yeah. And it's like. Jenny's still alive somehow. Jenny's still kicking. <laughs> Let's talk about Jenny and Summit. All right. Jenny and Summit. All right. So, they will probably never get married. Oh, if Summit has <laughs> anything to say about it, they will never get married. Because this this episode, once again, just coming up with more reasons to postpone this ring ceremony, this wedding. And so we pick up where we left off with Jenny crying about being old and in love <laughs> and just wishing people would accept her and Summit. Remember, she's with her brother. She's with... Summit's brother. Yeah, and, like her future brother-in-law, if that ever happens. Amit and Shri. Yeah, they're at the apartment. And Amit's just breaking the news to them that mom and dad are not into it. They're 200% against this marriage. And Amit says something which I think foreshadows or at least echoes something that comes later from Summit's dad. Amit says, I know you guys love each other. You guys both love each other. But love is not everything. Well, I think love is a big part of it. Love is everything you, in a marriage. It is. Of course, it is everything. But also, if you love someone, but the other person is an asshole, right? The other person doesn't treat you well. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to be, you both love each other, but you also both respect each other. You also both understand each other. You are you're, are each other's best friends and lovers. Well, there is that, though. There is that between Jenny and Smith. I think what Amit was saying is love's not everything. You have to check the appropriate cultural and traditional boxes. No, 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 no. Love is everything in that sense. Love is everything. And that's where I'm saying Amit's wrong. And then Samit's dad is going to say something mm-hmm. very similar later on. Okay. So remember, on the last episode, Samit told his brother and sister-in-law that they're going to do the ring ceremony secretly. And very soon, and without telling the parents. Is the ring ceremony an actual engagement party, or is there a ring ceremony and then you get engaged? <sighs> I never fully picked don't it up. Don't ask me questions I don't know the answer to. No, because they sometimes say, oh, the ring ceremony, like, in the engagement. So they sometimes, it sometimes sounds like, oh, those are two separate things. And sometimes Jenny makes it sound like it's one thing. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not, right? exa- I'm not exactly. I'm sure. asking because you're usually a little faster on picking up I know. details. I just kind of figured the ring ceremony is a step. Like you don't need to have an engagement party in America. That's, People so do. That I was actually going to say that. Like you and I, we get engaged. You pop the question yes. out of nowhere. Yes. I was surprised. You said yes before I could even finish asking. I didn't even know what was going on. I like blacked out because it happens to me sometimes when I'm like so surprised. Yes. I don't faint, guys. I just don't know what's going on. She blacks out. And, you know, then we celebrated just the two of us, wing, wing. And then we went to have some nice dinner. Just the two of us, right? Uh And then we didn't do an engagement party. Because we live 
in Florida and most of our friends and family are either up north or in another country. True, but even then, like, I almost feel, I almost feel like that takes away from the actual wedding. I would rather have right, everyone come right. to the wedding and right. save your energy for the wedding. Yeah. So we didn't do it. So then my question is like, is the ring ceremony the party? And you get actually engaged before or like after, just like, oh, will you marry me? And then you have the ring ceremony or is the ring ceremony the actual engagement? It's a good question. Guys, if you know, let us know. Please, anyone from India, we would really appreciate to get it like firsthand. You don't have to even be from India. You could just be more educated and cultured than we are. So if you know, let us know. Very true. Let us know, guys. All right. So submit... Tells his brother and sister-in-law this, and they're basically, they're opposed to it. They're saying, you guys don't want to do this, right? So they leave. And when they leave, Samit gets upset because Jenny spilled too much tea, I guess. Jenny wasn't supposed to invite them to the ring ceremony, but she didn't know that. Mm-hmm. She's pretending like she didn't know that, right? So they were just supposed to nudge Amit to talk to mom and dad and try to warm them up to this idea of a wedding. They were not supposed to invite Amit yeah. and Cherie to the ring ceremony. True. Uh-oh, Uh-oh Jenny. Uh-oh, Jenny. Uh-oh. Jenny messed up. She can't do right. This poor woman, She her, she's spending her last few good years just in turmoil. Anxiety. Stress, anxiety, being catfished, being lied to, yeah. being led on. You know what I was <sighs> like, not surprised, but... I was curious. Shri, Shri, yeah, yeah, kept saying, "Oh, Sammy, you have to talk to mom and dad." Basically, she was the one saying, "Oh, you have to mm-hmm. talk to the parents." Obviously, Amit was saying the same thing, but she was very into it, and those are her in-laws. So it's almost like, yeah. why do you care? Because she's, she's oh, she's in. down for some drama. Yeah. I can yeah. see her. She's like, "Yes, I want to <laughs> see some 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 action." Well. Long story short, Summit now thinks they need to call off the ring ceremony. Classic. Again. Yeah, it's not the first time this has happened. Like before. by the time they walk down the aisle, Jen is going to need a walker because yeah. that's how old she's going to be. <laughs> yeah. So Summit thinks they need to talk to his parents before a ring ceremony happens because if they don't, Amit's going to tell them what's going on anyway and it's going to cause a lot more trouble. What right? a great brother. So now the plan, talk to the parents first, do the ring ceremony later. So Jenny's like, yeah, talk to the parents. And if we're still alive, do the ring ceremony. And I wasn't sure. Was she saying they're going to kill them or she's just going to die because she's so old? I think she's going to die because she's so old. (laughs) I think she's realizing how old she is in this moment. (laughs) If we're still, if I'm still alive. But you know what's crazy? This is the craziest part. Like, yes, the, the parents are traditional, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. the only thing they don't like about Jenny is her age. They don't mind that she's white. They don't mind that she's American. They don't mind that she is not, you know, she doesn't follow the religion. None of it matters really to them. Because as Summit's dad said, and mom, like, can you just find someone who's more age appropriate? Because they are they are ashamed of Summit being with the grandma. So Summit's parents would rather Summit be with Brittany, twerking her booty, naked on Instagram, over 
Very nice, presentable, respectable Jenny. That's what you're For saying. For sure. That's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. All yes. right. Well, maybe we can do a little wife swap here then. Maybe we give maybe we give Azin Jenny. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna fly, but all right. All I'm saying is if you're saying it's an age thing and not a well, cultural they always, thing. They always say that. They always say that basically make it sound like, well, part of our culture is like people are gonna look at us because Somebody's going to be married to someone older than them, and that's just inappropriate. Right. Well, think about Yazin, though. His parents, they're saying it's not age. It's not. It's the American dirty booty culture. Well, I think I think Yazan's parents are more hardcore when mm. it comes to religion. Yeah. I think, you know, I think some of its parents are pretty, I think they can live with, you know, I don't know. Summit's marrying a Christian woman from mm-hmm. America. As she was just as, a little younger. As long just as she's not literally, you know. On death's door. Well, yeah. I was not going to say that. But I was going <laughs> to say, you know, once it's all the summit. Knock, knock, knocking on death's door. It worked better when we said Debbie's door. <laughs> I was trying to recreate that magic. All right. It's a Isn't new it day. Isn't it knock it on heaven's, heaven's door? door. Oh. Yeah. You think she's going to heaven? You think Jenny's going to heaven? We I mean, know, we know Samit is not. Jenny's a nice person. All that's wrong with her is that she's just old for Summit. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. And that doesn't even bother me yeah, she's personally. A little, she's it's, a little naive. She's a little naive. Well, I don't think so because Summit is into her. She got catfished. Well, yeah, but then she's still into him and he is into her. I That's guess. why I don't think she's naive. Naive? You know who was naive? <laughs> Danielle. Danielle and Muhammad. <laughs> Danielle was so naive that it <sighs> hurt me. I felt so uh, bad for her. She couldn't even keep her glasses on straight on her face. Like she uh, was naive because she had these, like pink goggles it makes, on. It makes me so sad to think about poor Danielle. All right. It's a new it's a new day. And Chef Jenny's whipping up some care in the kitchen, making it for Samit like his mom always did. Now, now his grandma's making it for him, right? Oh, it's not mom making it for me. It's grandma making it for me. Grandma Jenny whipping up that care. <laughs> but today's a big day. It's the day Samit's parents are coming over to have the talk. The Uh-oh. first time Jenny's going to see Samit's parents since that fateful night a year ago when they burst into the old apartment and kidnapped Samit. And it's also been eight years since Jenny actually talks to them. Like It's been a talked. year. No, she said it's been eight years. Eight since, years. Since she had a conversation with them. Jeez. Right. When she was living with them, being best friends. Uh, yeah, the mom was probably like, oh, my God, I got a new bestie from America. Meanwhile, bestie was begging <laughs> her son. Jeez, that's the real reason mom's upset. It's like, you stole my best friend. I you, think You screwed everything up. I think I think they're ma- mainly upset because She's they so saw old. her as like an older lady who came and stayed with them. And they she basically broke their trust by banging their young <sighs> son. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Whatever it I is, can't imagine. I, I mean, imagine. we all know how the parents feel. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. The parents arrive and with a with a gift bag. No VIP passes. No VIP no, passes. No lanyards for them. This is where I was like, for a second, I was like, oh my god! Like they came with a gift. That means they're probably gonna be like, you know what, like. You guys go ahead and do it, and we're gonna live with it. Right. But that's not the case. What was the gift? I don't know, but it was like an it was a gift bag. 
Oh. So otherwise, I don't think his mom uses a gift bag as a purse. I don't know. I was too focused on the fact that they didn't have the VIP COVID True. access. And I was just thinking, Samit probably didn't give them these COVID lanyards because he wishes they would die of COVID. Jesus. It would just make life so much easier for no, him. No, I would not say that. But they were wearing face masks. They yeah. came on that little bike car, whatever you call it, yeah. which... I saw some its parents live like three hours away. Yeah. Did they really spend three hours on the tiny car? No. I mean, <laughs> when you travel in your country, does the train take you to the front door of the place you need to go? Or do you have to hop into a cab when you get off the train? I mean, that's a good point. Okay. I have nothing you. else to say. <laughs> you but rest your back case. to the baggie. So the gift yeah. bag. Mom is holding the gift bag or the dad. One of them is holding the gift bag. And the mom says, we've never been here. Right. Never visit it. So right. I guess it's almost, that's what I thought. Oh, wow. That's like a welcome to your house gift from how, the parents. Or a housewarming. housewarming. Or a housewarming, as we say here. But then the second they walked in and they sat down, <sighs> the parents said, we're here to take Summit with us. Yeah, they immediately try to kidnap Summit again. So why would you bring a, a gift? I, Maybe I the didn't gift see is the like, gift. To like to knock him out or like to like put him, stuff him in the bag. I didn't see the gift, but... <laughs> You're right. Samit's parents are like, this has gone on long enough. Let's go. Come home with us. This thing is over. But Samit starts telling his parents about the lawyer they met with and how he said Samit doesn't even need his parents' permission to marry Jenny, but he wants to be respectful. So now he's going to ask for permission once more. And Samit's mom's just like, no, no, not at all. I will never be happy with your wrong decision. Over our dead bodies. Right. She's I don't like, know what we it means. Are going to kill first. themselves? Or? Yeah, no, I think she's saying you would have to kill us. Or maybe if you marry her, it will kill because us. Because then the mom says the day they'll get married, the parents will die. I don't know if she's talking like hypothetically, like the second you get married, like we are out of your life. You'll never talk to us again. Like we're dead to you, but like we're not going to die. I think they're saying like we will die from shock or Mm. from embarrassment. We're just going to die. But what I, the best thing I thought she said, which is kind of true. He was talking about the lawyer and how we don't even need your permission. And Simit's mom goes, there is no law above parents law. That's very true. It's kind of true. But but if your parents are not making any sense, let's say your parents were telling you you have to do something and it made no sense, would you do it right. just because they told you? No, it, you wouldn't. It depends. What are the consequences? You're going to beat my ass? Maybe I will. Maybe I will do it. What if like I'm as lovely as I am and as awesome mm-hmm. as I am, right? Mm-hmm. And your parents liked me. But they, they liked your ex-girlfriend just a little better. And they would be like, John, like that is a sweet and nice. But maybe you should just reconsider and go back to your girl you dated in high school, right? Mm-hmm. But you love me and everything's great. Would yeah. you listen to them? No, I would do what Samit did. And I would say, I'm going to marry Jenny. I'm going to marry Teresa. Yeah. No, Samit said the right thing. But I just thought it was very quick of his mom to say, I don't care about the lawyer. There's no law. Above parents' law. Yes and no. No, I'm with I'm with you. Of course, it doesn't hold water. But she tried. Yeah. She tried. So if they make you know a legit reason why. Right, and here's and here's the legit reason. That's not a legit reason. When Samit's dad says you need to recognize the country you live in and the culture you live by, right? Samit's dad thinks 
he's trying to absorb another culture by being with Jenny. And I always kind of forget this and I don't really process it or see it this way is that a lot of parents see their children marrying someone outside the culture and it looks to them as, oh my God, you're disavowing your culture. They see it as if you marry an American, you're just trying to take on American culture. They don't see it as, oh no, it's a blending of two or I'm going to keep my culture. She's going to keep hers. It's like, oh, you're leaving our culture to be with her. Yeah. I don't think Samit sees it that way. I don't think he's running away from his roots. I don't think so either. Into the Statue of Liberty's arms. I think he's just found this woman who happens to be from America. Well, they're staying in India. So if anyone's going to adjust, that's going to be Jenny. Right. It seems like Jenny's running away from her culture. And it's fine. I was going to say... My parents, the only thing that my mom points out, and like she's right, but she's not, is that I'm not, I'm Christian, but I'm not religious, but we do celebrate Christmas. It's a big celebration in my family. I love Christmas. It's like John's family loves Thanksgiving, right? (laughs) I don't think they love Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's a family gathering. Right, they love it. It's a reason for us to get together. And this is how we see Christmas, right? So we usually try to go to check for Christmas, but... In the past two years, we weren't able to because, you know, we got married and other commitments. So we didn't go for Christmas, but we didn't get a Christmas tree because John and I always travel on Christmas. That's not why we didn't get a Christmas tree. We didn't get a Christmas tree because neither of us celebrate Christmas. Well, this is what I tell my mom. Okay, so you lied to her. So you lied to her. Because she doesn't get why we wouldn't get a Christmas tree. How many times did you go to church when you grew up in Czech? Me? Yeah. My grandma drugged me a few times. A few times. You went a few times. That would when be, I was like four. That would be my response to why we don't have a Christmas tree. Cause you, but you, you I, don't, I don't see a Christmas tree as a symbol of religion. I see it as a symbol of something. We I feel like, okay, it's family. It's warm. It's, you know, it's nice. It's get together. Yeah, well, that's not what it's about. That's not what it but should be But this is what it's about for my family. My parents are not religious. I know. And that's and this is what it means to them, too. So they don't understand why you and I don't get a little Christmas tree. We can get a little Christmas tree. (laughs) Oh, we can? If it makes your parents happy. Yeah. But, you know, if we got a Christmas tree, my parents would say, why do you have a Christmas tree in your house? And then we can put a menorah next to it and everything's fine. But the point is the Christmas tree doesn't just symbolize, oh, it's December and someone's getting presents. It, it symbolizes symbol- a lot more. No, it, but it not should. for me. It should. It should. For my family, it symbolizes the time everyone gets together. I think it's BS if you just use Christmas as a day to get presents. Just like I think it's BS no. if you use Hanukkah as eight days to get gifts. Like, it's all BS. You should know the holiday and the history behind it and celebrate that. And if you're During not going to. During this discussion, I yeah. didn't mention gifts even once because it's not about gifts. As I said again. It's just about my fam- trees. For my family, it's a symbol. It's the time that everyone has some time of. Everyone yeah. gets together. We eat together. We celebrate together. We drink together. We hang out together. And it's almost like it's re- not required, but it's not like you call up... 
you know, family members, like, hey, like, are you available? Let's all meet up. No, it's like we all are available to meet up on Christmas. We get together and we have fun. And the Christmas tree is a symbol of family get together for me. Okay, That's it. But we're it's not. It's not religious. But we live thousands of miles away from family. So putting up a tree is not going to magically. But we are a little family, you and me. Right. And we don't need the tree to remind us of that. Or we do. I mean, I'm or with do you. We? I like the vibe. I do love the Christmas vibe. I like putting on some Christmas tunes. I love having you a see? love having a fire. So why can't we have a baby tree? We can have a, we can't have a baby tree. Okay, done. And I saw this awesome menorah. Oh, we'll get. God. Look what I got myself into, guys. Can we talk about just let's finish up with Samit and Jenny? Oh my god, we got so okay. I totally we forgot so, we were recording. Okay, so and we don't want to brush over this because this is where it gets. Good. This is where it gets good. Samit's dad starts screaming, yelling, saying, you'll find a woman a thousand times better, nay, a million times better than Jenny. Jesus Christ. I think the dad just wants to bang Jenny. Good thing Jenny doesn't speak that language because that is awful. That is awful awful to say. I mean, it's optimistic of him because I don't think Samit's going to find a woman a million times better, maybe two times better. Not even better, maybe younger. Yeah, but that's like, what he could have said. You'll yeah. find a woman a thousand times younger. Yeah. But to, to just bash like, Jenny I while she's we, sitting I there. I know we make fun of Jenny sometimes, but she means bottom well. line, yeah. she's not bad looking. If you think of like, she is 60 something. You're so focused on aesthetics. Oh, I want to see a tree in the living room. I want to see Jenny... Offers more than just looks. I'm a visual person. I know. But Jenny, you said, oh, she's not that bad looking. How about, oh, Jenny, she's a sweet person. She's a loving person. Well, she's a caring person. Yes, but the issue here is the age. So uh, I'm sorry, but the looks comes with it. I know, but can he find someone who cares a million times more than Jenny? Who loves him a million well, times more than Well, you don't have to Jenny? tell me. I'm just telling you what Summit's dad Well, Summit's dad's not sitting here. I have to tell you. <laughs> We are debating a lot today. Yeah. And listen, I don't understand. I really don't understand how as a parent, we're not parents, but I don't understand how as a parent, you wouldn't just want to see your child happy. And if Jenny makes Samit happy, Mm -hmm. why not be okay with that? True. Even, Even if it goes against cultural norms, why wouldn't you put your child's happiness before your own happiness because that's really what it comes down to is Samit's dad and Samit's mom is not happy with this. We are not happy with this relationship. Well, who cares? Is Samit happy with it? Don't you want to be happy for your children? Don't you want your children to be happy? Isn't that first foremost? A hundred percent. Thank you. Thank you. We're not getting a Christmas tree. Thank you. <laughs> no, we are. I'm you putting my happiness can. before yours. But Oh my God. Guys, okay, I'm joking. We're gonna post the picture of our Christmas oh, tree on Instagram. All right, if we ever get it. Let's wrap this segment up. Samit starts yelling. He's pleading with his parents, and this is where it gets real. Spoiler alert: If you haven't watched this episode, Jenny gets up and just storms off and says, "I can't do this to this family. I can't do this. I just need to go back to America." But then it gets also very emotional when. Summit like pushes the table to the side and jumps at his I mom. I know his mom didn't even jumps flinch. Jumps at his dad. His mom didn't even flinch. I'm like, this is out of control. Out of control. Out of control. Yeah, it it, it finally got interesting. Right, and then the segment ended. Yeah, of course, because classic. 
classic cliffhanger. Classic, classic. All right, let's let's keep this crazy train rolling. I was just gonna say that. Let's talk about Brittany and Yasin. Oh, Brittany, 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 Brittany. All right. I saw some memes about Yasin should just dump Brittany and be with Angela because everyone loves Angela. We all love Angela. Angela is like the friend I don't have. It's because we have no friends. Well, <laughs> Every I, friend is the friend we don't have. I don't have many girlfriends, but she's like the girlfriend. Wait, friend. are you saying you have a lot of guy friends? No, but you're my ultimate friend, so I'm yeah, like planning it out. Okay. And soon you'll have a Christmas tree, so you can hang out with that. <laughs> if that makes you happy. You're not going to let this one go, are you? No. No. All right. I'll Brittany. get you some awesome menorah. Brittany. Brittany and Angela, yes, they're headed to a restaurant to meet up with Yasin. So Yasin arranged a translator so that they could talk everything out. Yasin can explain everything that's going on between him and his family. And so Adam is the translator. He's at this restaurant. And boy, does he look happy when Angela walks in, right? He's, he's like, like, yes. Oh, he's like, this. I didn't know this was a double date, but here we go. But also, he was wearing a wedding band. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. Mm, see? I don't know. But some cultures don't <laughs> do not do use this finger as a wedding band, you know what, I believe. You know what else some cultures don't do? is what? limit you to one wife. So maybe that's very maybe true. Adam could pick up you know, another like wife or two. Number two. two. No, or, yeah, or three. Who are we to judge? Yeah, I don't know how it is in Jordan. We can research. I don't think he's from Jordan. I told you this when we were watching. I think Adam is on the production team. I think mm. when the production team goes to another country, they obviously travel mm. with translators. He's probably one of the translators they're traveling yeah, with. Yeah, this is what I thought. I thought that his. Mom or dad, one is from Jordan, one mm-hmm. is from like Great Britain. Yeah, because he's got that accent. Yeah, and maybe he grew up in Britain and then when he was adult, he's like, I'll move back to Jordan and now yes. he's working as a translator. I love how you painted his whole life story out <laughs> like that. I, I did not think it that far through. I think he works for the production team. But hey, to each their own. Okay, so Adam starts translating, saying how he was brought there to set things straight and he translates that Yasin loves Brittany, but they need to work on their trust. And to build trust, he's going to have to tell his family um, that he wants to marry her. I'm going to just be honest with my family. I'm going to say I want to marry her, even though she's going to remain Christian. So then Yasin says, when he tells his family how much he loves Brittany and how he wants to marry her, he might lose his family he most definitely will lose his family because we they know who Brittany is and they also the fact that she would remain christian that would not fly with yasin's parents it wasn't said on the show but i'm pretty sure because they were very vocal about the religion so well it kind of came up when later we're skipping ahead she met with obaida and mm. obaida said now, you converting is not going to make a difference because yeah. you're doing it for the wrong reasons, basically. Yes. You're not doing it because you embrace the religion and the culture and the traditions. You're doing it just to be. To make them happy. Yeah. yeah just to be with Yasin. So, but yes, in this conversation too, Yasin says like, yep, yeah, no, it's fine. I know you're not going to convert, but I'm going to tell my parents and I'm probably going to, probably going to lose them. But he says he'll do anything 
and sacrifice anything to be together with Brittany. Yeah, and she appreciates him being open, finally. But I also think, not that he wasn't being open before, but I don't think he knew how to express himself properly. Because right. his English isn't right. as good as we probably wish. They needed Adam. They needed Adam the oh, translator. They, they for sure did. But then Brittany says that she's unsure if this whole thing is just a tactic for him to marry her as soon as possible because that's his requirement. He's like, right. I'll give up everything for you. I'll tell my parents you remain a Christian. They probably will hate me forever. But all I want from you is to get married fast. But she's not ready to get married fast, right? She's not ready to make this and big listen, decision. I don't blame her. Hell no. You gotta be Hell sure. no. Like, you gotta be like, so sure. You see how tough it is to get married in this culture, how tough is it to get divorced? Oh, man. Right? So you better be sure. Like, so Yeah. And it takes some time. Like, I knew I want to marry John. I was going to. The first minute you met me. No. And then you found out I didn't want a Christmas tree. And you were like, <laughs> oh, everything I thought about this guy is wrong. Well, no. But <laughs> I did when I, you know, started feeling like, oh, man, I'm in love with this guy. And then mm-hmm. eventually we said it to each other. And then I introduced you after a year, you went home with me. I introduced you to my family and friends and everyone loved you. And I saw how you interact with everyone. It's like this whole thing. You were like the whole package. And I'm like, oh, man, like I can totally see being with this guy forever. Mm -hmm. But this was even before we moved in together. It took time. Again, like I had this idea. I'm like, I can totally see myself. But we kept going, you know, like first we fell in love with each other. And then we traveled. I we, you know, got introduced to our families. Then we moved in together with each other. Then we actually moved to a different state together. Right. And it all built up to the fact that, well, John asked me to marry him. Right. But in my head, I already knew. I'm like, when, if, when he's going to ask, I'm going to say yes, because I 100% see myself spending the rest of my life with this guy. Right. And here's a couple who don't live together. They don't share those same experiences. They share nothing. Like, literally, they share nothing. They don't even have sex. Jeez. Like, some people could be like, oh, the sex is great. No. Here we go. What? (laughs) Here we go. Um, But, yes, they they have not shared enough (laughs) life experience together to be making such big decisions. And, once again, there's this timeline. You need to propose or we need to get engaged or be married for this to continue and it's just a lot of pressure, a lot of unnecessary pressure. That's a being lot put on of this pressure. Yeah, I would not be able to do that. So now Yasin tells the producers, look, if Brittany hasn't made up her mind yet, if she's not ready to say we're getting married yet, I'm not going to talk to my family because it's not worth me being murdered over this if Brittany's not even sure we're going to be together. I mean, I really don't think anything groundbreaking came of this translator. I think it's kind of all stuff that's been said before. Well, yeah, but I think he clearly translated whatever Yasan was trying to say for this whole season. Yeah. No, it's, it's good that you had that opportunity and now we know there's nothing left unsaid. Everything Yasan was trying to say could now be said, but I just don't think anything groundbreaking was said. Yes. All right. So it's a new day. Angela is headed back home. Oh, I'll miss Angela. I know. We all know shit's going to spiral out of control now that Angela's sanity, her sense of sanity, is departing. Like, 
she is so sweet. Every time she's like surprised about something, she's like, oh my goodness, I find it so sweet. I'll, I'll start saying that. <laughs> I always, me personally, always said, geez. Yeah. And then Angela goes like, oh my goodness. And so that's what you're going to start saying? Yeah, I think oh. it's very sweet. All right. So. It's going to make me a little sweeter. Oh my goodness. All right. At you this, see? Yeah. You're at, already sweeter. So Brittany is saying she understands where Yasin's coming from a bit more now, right? They had this meeting. She understands a little bit more now. Knowing that his family could disown him at any second and who knows, maybe even murder him, right? This is this is eye-opening for Brittany. The only reason why I don't think they would murder him is because they keep saying it on TV. So he actually gets murdered. <laughs> we know who did it. Like literally the whole family is going to jail. It's going to be a really short Dateline episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, Yasin disappeared. They found his body and it was his family. Right. Right, cut cut to all the footage yeah. we have of his dad saying, we're going to murder you. <laughs> but there is, this puts a lot of pressure on Brittany, right? It's kind of up to her whether Yasin risks his life or not. If Brittany's like, yeah, I'm down to get married, Yasin is risking his life. It's up to her. So she really needs to know, do I love this guy with all of my life and his life? Like, really, a lot could happen. If they get married. So she wants to be sure it's worth it. Yep. And I think we all know how that's going to end. <sighs> but let's not skip ahead. Let's not skip ahead. Brittany tells Angela she wants to meet up with one of Yasin's family members, family members to take their temperature. Right. See how serious they are about murdering Yasin. I was surprised that Yasin said her I would obey that because I thought the ankle was a little more yeah. open-minded. I think Obeda was more reserved towards Brittany, but hell, right. hello, like Obeda, here we go. So she's so she's off to go meet Obeda. I think it's well, Obeda. Is it Obeda or Obeda? Obeda. Obeda. Nope. Potato, potato. Exactly, potato, <laughs> potato. And the correct pronunciation is potato. No one ever says, oh, can I get some potatoes? I say potatoes. Potato bravas. Well, that's... First of all, that's Spanish. We went to Spain last year. And we're so cultured now. <laughs> we love potatoes, bravas. No, it's potatoes. It's absolutely... No one ever says, can I have some sweet pot... I guess they do. As I say that. As I'm launching into an Angela accent, I'm like, can I have some sweet potatoes? Michael, get me the sweet potatoes. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. Sometimes I tell you, oh, well, we call it the M's. No, So yams. never mind. Yeah, so never mind. Exactly. So Brittany is off to meet Obeda. That's what I said. No, you said, oh, oh, so it's Obida. No, it's I Ob said Obida. You said Obida. You, you know see? what's funny is you're, you're saying potato, potato, and <laughs> Obida sounds like Orida, and Orida is a potato company. You are too far. I'm you going, lost me. I'm, but keep going. Why didn't we set Obida up with You Andrew? said Obida. Why don't we, well, now I'm saying Obida. Oh. Why don't we set Obida up with Angela? Because I don't think Angela. Wants to <laughs> marry wants into to get murdered? a culture that she knows that she will never accept. Like she's from Florida, and the girls, Angela's the girl knows it. Angela's too smart. Exactly. She's not a clout chaser. She's not trying to get more Instagram followers, so she doesn't need to get involved with this mess. I would follow her just because she's sweet. True. She probably posts like like calming sayings every day. Not live, love, laugh stuff, but. I don't like. I guess you're posting like, like boobs and like, stuff too, but oh, Angela's posting boobs. I don't know, but I I'll can see her because she's friends with B. That's true. But 
I'll check it out. out. I'll report back to you. Okay. So they get to a park where Brittany and the translator, they're meeting up with Obida, who we have to mention is another member of the Good Hair Club. I was just going to say that. I'm like, damn. That family has great follicles. Well, I feel like the dad wears like a hairpiece or something. I don't recall. Well, I didn't see him having good hair, but Obeda, Obeda, Yazan, Yazan I'm like it. fabulous. Yeah, what are you guys using? Are you using pomade? Are you using gel? Like a little hair dust? I think, they, I think they blow dry it. They definitely blow dry it. It's got volume. That hair has volume. I'm like, damn. Yeah, good hair for sure. Good hair. So, okay, they're meeting without Yazan though because Brittany thinks Obeda is going to be more open and honest if no one else is around. Which is true. Yeah, it's true. You'll get to speak without someone glaring at you, worrying you're saying the right thing or the wrong mm-hmm. thing. So Brittany starts, she starts saying how much she loves Yaz and how she wants to be with him, but doesn't feel totally comfortable with him if the family is not going to support it, which I get. You don't want to be married to someone and your in-laws just hate you and hate the relationship. Yeah, and unfortunately, I know a lot of girls who... Their in-laws don't like them. Yeah, I am so happy that's not our case. Because Your parents love me. When you go to your wife's home or your husband's home, you want it to be as comfortable as your home. My parents love you. So much love. So much love. So much love. So Obida says he's just scared for yes because the family's not accepting of him marrying a foreigner, right, who will change all of his customs and traditions. This goes back to the whole... Submit's dad saying, you're trying to abandon your yeah. cultures and take on American cultures. But back to quickly back to Jenny and Submit. Jenny is the one who's wearing the traditional outfits. Jenny is the one who's right. doing the cooking. Brittany, she's just hey like, yeah. uh, no, no hijab, nothing. Nope. Like, nope. no, like boobs out. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Drinking. Yeah, she doesn't care at all. So I guess the family has a right to be concerned with Brittany because... For Yazan to be with Brittany, yeah, he's abandoning everything. He everything. Knew. Yeah, growing up. So, okay, they're worried Yazan's going to abandon his traditions and just adopt Brittany's. And there are apparently now people in the family who genuinely hate Yazan. And they may get to the point where they kill Yazan because at this point, He's not just affecting himself. He's not just bringing shame to himself, but to the entire family. Yeah. And as much as I don't understand, I can see how, you know, if you're from a traditional family, like traditional values and religion, how they can find Brittany and her booty out Instagram a little concerning. Can I be honest? Mm -hmm. If I was dating her. In a serious way. And my parents found her Instagram. Even as an American, I think my parents would be like, John, we got to talk about some things I saw on Britney's Instagram. It's probably true. You know, it's not just a Muslim concern, I don't think. Uh, true. She's, she's putting a lot out there for free. Well, but also don't forget, we live in the world of 21st century and social media. And Britney is not the only one. Britney is actually one of 
many, many gurus who are just putting themselves out there on social media, just like showing everything, you know, you get attention, you get messages from guys and but just that's, because that's lo- the world we live in. Just because a lot of people are doing it doesn't mean it's right. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying it's almost it's gonna become accepted because well, it's already accepted by a lot of people. Well, by young people, yeah. But not when it comes by down everyone. to parents. I don't know. I mean, I do use social media, but I use it for uh, travel pictures. Yeah, if you were showing your booty off. I would not be okay with it. I would not accept my parents to be like, oh, that's great. Smash well, but that I'm like also button. Married. Like, why would I be? Like, honestly. Even before. If, well, but if we're in a serious relationship, I'm going to say if I was single and ready to mingle. Yeah. And nothing else going on for me. Right, in you're life, setting, you're setting thirst traps. I yeah. get it. You're trying to get guys. But even to like that, it. like people, whoever you're listening, employers. Oh, yeah. Check social media. Every time you apply for a job, they're going to do a background check. And the background check includes social media. So the second you apply to be a business manager of blah, 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 sitting in the office, serious job, you're <laughs> going to find your booties all over your Instagram. They're not going to get back to you. Just search your name on Google and go to images a lot of those images are mm-hmm. being pulled from Facebook and Instagram, and it's not yep. hard to find. And again, big companies have really crazy background check search. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And no. They're going to find it. They're going to find if it. If you are hiding something, they're going to find it. Yeah. Remember, remember that crazy girls trip you had in Cancun where you guys were chugging Coronas on the beach with your little cheese strings? Yeah. It's going to be found. Oh, for sure. It's going to be found. So think before you post. This is just a PSA for all of you guys listening. Yeah. Think so I was going to say, even if I was single and ready to mingle, I still love what I do. I love my job and I would never right. sacrifice, you know, having future opportunities by putting my booty out there. I think the sad part is a lot of these girls don't have other opportunities. So their opportunity is, in fact... Posting booty pics like that is their job. It's become their job or they're hoping it's their job. Every booty pic is a interview. Right. And you hope someone hires you. Interview for what? I don't know. For becoming an influencer. Ugh. Yeah. Moving on from yeah, your, this. Your eyes almost the, just rolled guys, out Guys, you head. know what we're trying to say, right? Yeah. Cover up. Cover up <laughs> and, and think before you post. So, all right. This at this point just. To refresh your memory, because we went on a tangent. Cover up. You're such a mom. Can I be a dad at least? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Obida has told Brittany, Yasin's basically risking his life being with her. And so Brittany starts to break down crying because she hears, okay, things are getting real. Yasin might get murdered, apparently, for being with me. And she's like, this is hard because I know how much he loves his family. Which is strange because I don't think they love him that much if they're debating murdering him. But okay, he loves his family. And Obida says he'll always stand by Yazin. He knows Yazin loves you. He knows Yazin loves Brittany very much. And he says he's sure Yazin won't make the wrong decision. Also, she's listening to all this knowing 
in the back of her mind that this is not a life she wants to live. Yeah. And as much as she loves Yazan or doesn't, or okay, let's say she really does love him. Still, this is not the lifestyle she wants to live. This is not the country she wants to live in. And she knows it all. So just listening to this, that he would give up everything for her while she's like, eh, I might go back to the US in a few months. Like, Okay, but this is the first time it seems like she's thinking about someone other than herself when she asks. True. She asks, is there anything I can do to help? Can I convert or is there something else I can do so that this relationship is accepted? And Obida says, no, nah, there's really not much you can do. Converting needs to be done because you embrace the beliefs, not just to appease the family. So that's not going to help. But this is really the first time Brittany's thinking about someone other than herself. Mm-hmm. Very true. Is a nice, it's a little bit of a nice turn to see in her. Okay, not so selfish, not so egotistical. Let me be concerned mm-hmm. about this man who may get murdered True. for me. Like, back to Avery and Omar, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Avery was, literally, she converted to Islam. Not that just she converted. She started dressing as Islamic women. She, she embraced. Pra- she yes. embraced. She started practicing Islam. And as far as I know, they are happily together. I don't know if they live together, but they're still together. Yeah. That's that's a but real like, rela- it's a real relationship. Exactly, but she made a choice on her own, right? And yeah. she's like, if I want to be with this man, this is what I'm doing. Brittany, yeah, however, not, yeah, not so much, not so much. So Obida just leaves Brittany with a few words of wisdom: Do what you want to do. <laughs> I don't think you need to tell. <laughs> I don't think you needed to tell Brittany that. I'm pretty sure she was always going to do oh. what she wanted to do. Oh, of course. All right, what do you say we move on to our next couple? You mean the two babies and Ariella? <laughs> two babies and Ari, a.k.a. Ariella and baby. And the actual baby. So today's the day. Janice, a.k.a. Janice, if we have <laughs> to say it that way. Janice is headed back to the States. I guess Fred peaced out earlier to get back to work. I mean, Fred is a doctor, and as he said, he barely ever travels because he's busy. Which is why I thought it was interesting that he traveled back by himself. For Without someone, Janice. Right. For someone who's not a traveler, you would mm-hmm. think you would want someone a little more travel. Also, don't you want to chat with, with someone on the plane? I guess Fred had enough. So, <laughs> so forget Fred. He's out of there. We didn't even see his goodbye. Probably nothing good I mean, happened. he was a nice guy, but didn't give us much. I guess nothing exciting happened. Otherwise, I'm he's sure we would have seen Janice. it. He's not Janice. No. So now Janice is there, but she's heading home. She's sad to leave, but also definitely uneasy leaving Ari and Avi back behind in Ethiopia. So they're more taking, uneasy than the first time know, she left. More, well, because the first time there wasn't a baby. She wasn't True. a grandma the first time. Now she is. So on the cab ride to the airport, it's just Ari and Janice. Motherly Janice starts to express the concern she's having over this living situation, over raising a child in Ethiopia. Yes, saying she's much more nervous this time than she was four months earlier. And she's also not thrilled that Baby and his family are pressuring Ari and Avi into doing things against their will, like the baptism. Well, I don't. I wouldn't say it's against her will because she agrees to it. Uh, but she wasn't thrilled about it. 
She had no one taking her side, and that's really what it is. Janice feels like Ari has zero support in Ethiopia. That's true. Yeah, that's true. She just feels like she's getting outnumbered. She's getting pressured. Do you think Ari would have done this baptism if it was, hey, Ari, yes or no, and whatever you say goes. Of course not. Baptize Avi or not. Of course It would have been no baptism. Right. So she's getting a little outnumbered and Janice is feeling uncomfortable with this, as any mother would. You're leaving your daughter behind in this country with no support system. I'm not going to say getting taken advantage of, but her voice is not as loud as everyone else's voice. And it's because they're baby's family. And if, you know, they have their own differences, the baby's family is going to take baby's side. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so once again, Janice offers her support, her parting support. These are her parting words. She says, you gave up a lot to come here. If you have any doubts, don't hide them. Let them come out. We will help you in any way we can. I quote, we will help you in any way we can. So I think she's offering emotional support and also financial support saying. I think mostly financial but what I also think she's kind of saying and why why I repeated it can will I help guess? you any way we can. We'll get you out of it. Yes. Yes. We are a lifeline if you need to escape. Any way we can help you, we will help you. If that means booking your ticket home, we will do that. Yeah. I'm glad you picked up on that because I think that's really what she was saying. It's like Jenny's was like in. Any yeah. way. Let's wink, figure, wink. Let's figure out how to get you out of here. But I did like Ari's answer. And I was actually surprised when she goes like, you know what? Like, this is my family. I want to make it work here. I've had some happy moments. Like, it's going to be okay. Like, I want to keep my family together. And I was like, you know what? I'm happy to hear it because baby, the adult baby, <laughs> does deserve this. Well, that's that's what I was thinking. She did say, really, I want my son to be raised around his dad. And to me, that says, okay, baby may slap some ass, right? Adult baby, Binya may slap some ass for a living, but he must be a good guy. He must be a good father. I think he is a good guy. Well, I'm sure if there are some foreign ladies with big boobs in the club, he looks. Mm -hmm. As we all do. As we all do. But I think he's... A good guy, a good dad. And that's proof. The fact that Ari is saying, yeah, it would be easier to go home. It would be easier for Janice to throw me that lifeline, that rope and get me out of here. Mm -hmm. It's more important that little baby is around big baby. Very true. Yeah. So I think it's a beautiful thing, actually. Plus, again, as as we both said, baby, the adult baby, is a nice guy. And he... Oh, yeah. so Seems nice. like he truly cares. And I think he is nervous that Ari's going to pack her bag and Avi and leave. So It's happened before, right? Yeah. It's happened before. Okay. So it's a new day. It's Avi's baptism day. And it's an early morning. It's a 6.30 a.m. baptism. Jesus. I guess they, literally. they booked the first appointment of the day. That's always good. When you have a doctor's appointment, you want to get in there early so the doctor doesn't have a chance to get backed up. But they were not the only people there, so... It was a big day for baptisms. Yeah, it's like, you get baptized, you get baptized, (laughs) you get baptized! (laughs) So, in the car on the way over, Baby is still trying to sell Ari on this baptism, on how it's going to save Avi from the devil and all these other sorts of bad... It's like, dude, once 
You sell. You're on the way there. Right. Here's here's the best piece of advice I've gotten in marketing. Once you've made the sale, stop selling. Oh, yeah. Stop selling. Right. As soon as I heard like, oh, it's going to save him from the devil. I'm, I was like, bro, this is what you believe. Turn this car around. Sounds very simple, but believe me, guys, I keep doing that too. I keep overselling myself. Once, Once John agrees on something, stop. and then instead of me stopping, I keep going. Right, a half hour ago, we're getting a Christmas tree. Now and that we are. Now that you reminded me, I'm done. No, we are. We're getting a Christmas tree. Yeah, but yeah. I already sold you on it. So the next time I'm going to bring it up is when we're ready right. to go and get it. Right. Once you made the sale, stop exactly. selling. Okay, so... I guess, baby, though, he doesn't think I was going to go through with it because he's worried she's going to bail on the baptism like she did on the circumcision. Right. We well, saw we saw her take off from the hospital. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah. So she like grabbed the baby and just ran. Right. So he's worried that's going to happen again for the baptism. But they arrive. And of course, Ari doesn't know what to expect because baby told her nothing. Ari researched nothing because nobody on 90 day is curious about anything. They do zero research. Classic. Classic, guys. Classic. So the ceremony starts. There's a fire. There's chanting. Avi gets his baptism name. I guess the priest kind of just goes around. He's going off the dome. He's going off the top of his head. He's just throwing out a name. And <laughs> the priest is like, male or female? And Ari's like, male. Boom, here's your name. Like, what would it be if it was a female? It, there, was I don't no, know. there was no thought given to it, which is what struck me as weird. Maybe there was, but maybe hilarious. he was like, I'm going to speak English for this. But he was like, male or female? And she goes, <laughs> male. like, male. And you go, Kevin. But if she's right, a female, boom. you would go, like, Sandra. Of course you, you would, know? but I'm saying... So you go there with two names in mind, and you just... Of course, but I'm saying that's as much thought as given, like, male or female, that's as far as the thinking goes. It's not like... What else would you think about? Oh, I don't... I don't know. Like, like what does like, the baby, like, does he, does he, like, boob milk or regular milk or... No, but, like, what is the family into? Oh, she's from America. Oh, he's from Ethiopia. All right, so travelers. Okay, it's from a family of travelers, from a family of explorers. All right, let's Did you see him. how many babies were there he at didn't have time. Sam? He didn't have time for that. Literally, no right. time. The, the, also, this priest probably didn't have his coffee yet. It was 6.30 a.m. He's just like, male or female? Okay, Kevin. Like, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not much thought. Okay, so he got his name. They dunk Avi in the water. Poor Avi is crying. He's not liking this. Then he gets some baby oil rubbed all over him. It's a whole production, right? The whole time, baby just waiting for Ari to snatch Avi and take off. But she didn't. It went well. It went better than the circumcision. So the the baptism is complete, and now it's time to party. Bring out the bread. Bring out the bread. That was my bread. favorite part. I feel like when we have a kid in the future... I want to wrap our kid as a burrito and then just you, eat it. What do you mean when we have a kid? How about tonight? Just wrap me up in a tortilla. And let's you get wrap this, me up. Let's get this party started. Let's ask your mom to wrap us up. <laughs> just, like the babies just, that we are. Let's just lay next to each other and be like picking on the breads. Yeah. Like like a little guacamole on the side, sour cream, some salsa. They bring out this bread. They wrap up. It's it's a baby burrito. It's an absolute baby burrito. Literally, that's what I was like. This is a baby burrito. Yeah, it's not the. It's not a keto. It's not a keto baby. It's a baby burrito. Yeah. 
That's a baby burrito. Everyone was just like snacking. But this is truly my favorite. Well, it's probably not my favorite part. I love the drama. But I was going to say my favorite part of 90 Day is seeing these unique cultures. Yes, these unique traditions. Sure. Right? Like, And I now like I, I, I genuinely want to do it. We all have cultures. We all have traditions. And some of them mm-hmm, we have. Do. Com- some like of them Christmas we have in trees. common. But some of them. Right. Lo- we share a Christmas tree tradition. But then we, we, all, share. We, we also have traditions that are so unique to where we're from mm-hmm. that it's like, wait, how do we both share a Christmas tree tradition, but we don't share the Easter tradition? And I think well, and we should. That's I think a fun would, one. I think this would be a good time to explain the Czech Easter all tradition. Right. The Czech Easter always happens on Monday. Everyone's off. The guys wake up early and they... Tell me how old these guys are. Well, it ranges from, you know, you being five Mm -hmm. years old all the way until you're a grandpa. I just want you to set the stage with the age because what comes later... Well, the age doesn't matter, but the older you get... The more fun you have. The more fun you have. And what I mean by that, 18 plus definitely get (laughs) the most fun. So 18 before, to party, 21 to spank, and you're going to get what I'm saying. Before Easter, every guy is supposed to braid his own pomlaska, which is like this. How would you, you describe pomlaska? A pomlaska like, is a whip. It's, yes. It's a whip. But it's made of these uh, special tree branches. It's, uh, I know a lot of guys who go out there in the woods Usually these trees grow by the water. They cut the trees or the branches down and they braid their own pomaskas. Mm-hmm. They, they braid their own whip. Lazy guys can go and buy it. <laughs> Creative guys like my father, they just use a spatula, a Jeez. wooden spatula. I would call that the lazy guy, but okay. I, I call it the creative guys. Okay. So then once you make your pomaska, aka the whip, you put some ribbons on it. Mm-hmm. So it's like nice and colorful. You got to dress it up a little bit. You got to dress it up. And once you have that ready on Monday morning, on Easter Monday morning, you go to, let's say you are in school, you go to your classmates' houses, you are older, you go to your relatives' houses or girls, you know, you knock on the door, the girls opens and you're supposed to be whipping her ass Jeez. as she says a an Easter rhyme. See the, say the Easter rhyme for our listeners. Oh. Wait, wait. No, no, no. I'll take you back. The guy says the Easter rhyme as he's whipping the ass. See, I was getting confused. You're right. It's not you as a girl going. The guys. The guy. The, the guys. guys go with the whips. Yes. And they knock on these girls' doors. Mm-hmm. And the girls open up the yeah. door. And, and then, then they, once you they open willingly up, get spanked. And let's say the guys always walk in a group. So there's a, you open up, it's a group of five guys. Everyone got to whip your butt and say <laughs> and say the poem, especially when you're younger. Yeah. And, and in exchange, the girl has to paint eggs or dye eggs and give it to them. And, you know, it comes with candy, sometimes money. And then we come to the fun part. 18 plus, you get shots. Hey. So 18 plus by noon, you are so hammered and so are the girls because they drink with the guys. So let's recap. You are a young woman in the Czech Republic. Let's, it is, yes. Yeah. I'm going to say, let's recap. Before you turn 80, 
80. 80. Before you turn 80. <laughs> We're right? not talking about Jenny. We're talking you have, about you. You have fun. <laughs> that was a good one. Before you turn 18, you have fun. You have the guy you like in your middle school come in to your house and whip your ass, right? <laughs> Sounds awesome. You hear yeah. some poems. I used then, to get sent to detention for that, but I guess if I waited till Easter not, Monday. Not in check, right? Okay. Not in check. And, you know, the guys, the girls get the attention. The guys get some candy, some hard-boiled eggs, some money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 18 plus, you get the party going. You get hammered. You get some hard-boiled eggs, too. <laughs> it's a good snack when you're drinking. Yeah, you got to have a base when you're yeah. taking shots. And it, that's, that's the fun part. And apparently afternoon, the roles switch and the girls are supposed to go. But honestly, not many girls do it. Everyone's blacked I've out. Never, I've never done it. Exactly. I've never done it. So you go you go house to house knocking on guys' doors. These no, the guys are knocking yeah. on the okay, so these guys go around house to house knocking on doors. Mm-hmm. They have they have whips mm-hmm. or spatulas. Or and whatever. you dress up nicely, you put you know, like a blazer on and a cravat and the girls open up the door. Dressed up too. They turn around and get spanked by these guys. Mm-hmm. And then they give gu- these guys shots of Slivovitsa, a.k.a. a plump brandy yeah. or like a vodka. Or two shots. And then you just carry on throughout the neighborhood. It's basically trick-or-treating yes. for perverts. No! <laughs> Why would you say that? Take it back. Okay, it's, it's, it's an old tradition. And I love it. I love it. And, yeah. And folks at home. I don't know why I called you folks, but my friends, when I first heard about this tradition, I did not believe it. Go to YouTube. I am begging you. Go to YouTube and search Czech Easter. And if you have to put in Pamlaska, I think it's P-O-M-L-A-Z-K-A. You got it. Pamlaska. And just watch. Just watch what happens. It's really it's an awesome tradition. When I was younger, I hated it because I was like, I don't want, I don't want the guys to come spanked. to our house. I want Billy to spank me, right? whatever his name would be, like Roddick. I don't want Roddick to spank <laughs> me. Well, when I was young, I mean, when I was like seven, eight, nine, ten, right? When I was a little older, like in my early teens, I was like, oh my God, the guys are coming over. But I was so pumped about it because they were my classmates from, you know, middle school. I was like, oh my God. And then when I was older, older, I was like, yes, let's party. Jeez. All right. And, and I was going to say one of the rhymes the guys are oh, saying. Okay. okay, here we go. Okay. Well, let's, 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 uh, let's reenact it. Okay. Let's do a little, let's role play Okay, this. I'm the okay. guy then. You're the guy, so you knock on okay. the door. Hello. Or no, ahoy. Oh, ahoy. Otoč uh, se. It's like, turn around. You're gonna like okay, show me your, uh, zot, your 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 butt, and I'm gonna yes. say I'm gonna start like smacking your butt. I'm gonna say, oh, "Ow, okay." Oh, oh, I'm gonna say, <laughs> "Hody, hody, doprovody, dejte vejce malovaný, nedáte li malovaný, dejte aspoň bílý, slepička vám snese jiný." Oh, ow, <laughs> nazdraví, nazdraví, if you're 18 plus. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. We're go- we're gonna go to check next Easter, please. You would love it. I know I would. But okay. Anyways, that was a long winded way to say I love the drama on 90, but I love seeing these unique traditions because we do share some in common, but then some just get crazy. What what do we share in common? Christmas trees. Oh, do we? Well, we will. We will. Exactly. We will. will. Let's move on because this next couple that we're going to talk about, Devin and Junie, 
they did another tradition that was, again, very, very confusing very, I have to say. and very unique. You know, we don't share this tradition with very them. true. All right. So Devin and Junie, they're at the apartment. Devin's freaking out, right? The apartment's dirty. She wants Junie to clean it before her family arrives and sees their new place for the first time. Apparently, Junie can clean his anal, but he can't clean, he can't clean the apartment. And plus, he's like freaking out because Alicia's coming and he has uh, this Alicia phobia. He's got that EP, that Alicia phobia. Yeah. So Devin's family, they show up at the apartment. Alicia immediately goes around and inspects the place. But she's actually pretty impressed. It's a big place. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it's nice. It's spacious. So Devin's feeling a little more optimistic now that her mom is okay with this. Ji-hoon's like, oh. Right. Ji-hoon is a little weight off his shoulders, right? He's He's got hemorrhoids already from all the stress. Jesus. He, did, he didn't need even more stress, even more hemorrhoids. So... Now, though, Junie's got to leave. He's got to go to his parents' house because he wants to do this traditional Korean ceremony. And I have to say for this, I wish there was a translator. Because right. it got confusing. I think Alicia and her husband were confused. I think <laughs> Jihoon was, didn't even know what he was saying exactly or didn't know how to express himself. Devan was just like, oh, I love Korean tradition, so let me do it. And we, all of us watching on TV, were like, wait, what? What's going on? Yeah. It's apparently a ham ceremony. Not ha, a, but not, not a ham. Not a ham ceremony, Greg. Greg is like, <laughs> yeah, I could, use, I could use some ham. But I am Greg is very nice. Greg's very Greg looks like a guy who would be the coach on The Biggest Loser with like Jillian Michael. It would be like... Biggest Loser, starring Jillian Michaels and Greg. Like, Greg just looks like a, you You don't know. I don't know if you ever watched it. He looks like he would be a coach on it. I've never watched it, but I met, well, met. I saw Jillian Michaels at a bar in New York City. Are you sure? That's your claim to fame. Yeah. That's my claim to I had to. Fi- I had to sign a waiver. I'm glad you finally learned to say that you saw her. Whenever <laughs> Teresa would see famous people in New York, she would come home and tell me she met them. She's like, oh, I met Panda. Or no, I met Designer. Yeah, the, the panda. Panda, 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 Panda. I got brows in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, I met Designer. You met Designer? Really? What did you say to him? What did he say? That's fat. He well, was rapping next to my office. Yeah. Well, I didn't talk to him. Well, then you didn't meet him. You saw him. Like, so thank you for finally learning the difference between meeting and seeing. All right. Okay. So, yes, Junie is going to go do this hum ceremony. So he goes home and then he comes back and you just start. Well, just for the for those who didn't watch or didn't catch it, ham means a box in Korean. It's like yes. a Korean box. That's a great point. That the husband-to-be brings to his future in-laws. It's a box ceremony. That's a great point. It's the ham ceremony. So you start hearing this chant and it's in Korean. I don't know. I'm, I can't say, it, but they're like box for sale, box for sale, <laughs> right? <laughs> and Junie comes into the apartment. Him and two friends. At first, I thought it was his mom and his dad, but it's two friends. They're wearing these dried squid masks, which I thought those were just squid masks. But as we learn later on, those are. Actual squid. Yeah, it's fantastic. A squid facial. It's so good for your skin. It's Jesus. just so moisturizing. A little sea salt. Oh, does wonders. So they break. Jesus. They 
break a bowl when they walk into this home. That which Alicia put out there. Is reminiscent. Probably not knowing what's going on. Reminiscent of us breaking the glass during the wedding. Yes. Mazel tov, a little mazel tov, right? So they break this bowl. They have these masks on. And apparently it fends off evil spirits. The masks? Yeah. No, the bowl. The bowl does. So I, I didn't explain why are his friends wedding the dry squid mask. It fends off evil spirits. They should have just asked Samit to borrow a couple of those VIP passes. Jesus. If they're looking to fend that off. For COVID-19? Yeah. So the ceremony continues. Drew's giving gifts to Alicia and Greg. Everyone's pretty into this at this point. Greg... Greg says he feels very honored to be a part of this. That's why I like Greg. Like, he doesn't understand, but he's, like, very enthusiastic. Right. right. A lot of people would be like, what the hell is going mm-hmm. on? He's like, I feel very honored to be a part of it, which is great. But I don't think Greg is Devon's real dad. Stepdad. Yeah. Yeah. But that's how you should be. You go to a new, you know, go to a country, embrace the culture. Exactly. Right? Very honored to be a part of this. So then all of a sudden... These guys got squid masks on. They're breaking bowls. Junie goes, so give me Devin, please. (laughs) (laughs) So it turns out he has to go and find her. So he starts walking around the apartment. In a two-bedroom apartment. Where are you? It's like hide and seek. Where are you? No, but that's what I was thinking is it's a good thing they got a bigger apartment or this game would have been over in two seconds. We'll be like, oh. Up oh, there, up oh, there, you are. <laughs> so, it's tr- it's these traditions that crack me up. Right, first it's the piggyback rides. Now it's the squid masks and the hide mm-hmm. and go seek. I think out of all the traditions we were just talking about, these are my favorite. The Korean ones. Yes. Yes, I, I have to my, agree. I don't want to put a squid on my face, but I love watching it. I you love. You can the, snack it later. They were snacking on it. Yeah, I love the piggyback rides. This thing is just fantastic. True. So the wedding, okay, the wedding's tomorrow, and Devin hasn't tried on her wedding dress since she bought it. So it's time to try it on, model it for Alicia. Looked good. It looked good. It I mean, fits. she kind of looked like a creepy doll. She kind of looked because, a little bit like, like a creepy she, doll because she's have so her pale. Makeup on, she's pale. Yeah. So she's got the dress on. Alicia starts asking about Junie, how he's been acting, and Devin says he's really grown up. He's really. He's really stepped up and it's because of the miscarriage. Yes. Like right. the tragedy brought them closer and not just them, also the June's family. family. Yeah. Yeah. And this, I think, was the saddest part. There was a lot of, I guess there's a lot of sad parts in this episode. It was sad when Jenny ran away and said she's going to go back to America. She can't do this to this family. But this was sad. When you could see how heartbroken Alicia was over the fact that she couldn't be there for Devin when Devin had her miscarriage. Yeah. Right. Imagine being a mom and your daughter's having a miscarriage and you're halfway around the world. It's very sad. Very sad. You could feel that. You could feel that pain. But again, the silver lining, Junie and his family, they stepped up and now they've never been closer than ever. So Devin asks her mom, do you support the marriage? And Alicia says... She does. I mean, for- she saw the apartment. She saw the squid mask. She got <laughs> the box. Yeah. If they're willing know? to put squid on their face for you. Yeah. I kind of support this. So she's left optimistic. She feels pretty positive about this relationship now. She thinks Junie is going to figure his life out and he's going to be fine. And 
She thinks if they can continue on this new course, they're going to be solid as a couple. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's positive. Everything ends pretty positive for them. All right. One more couple. The bathroom break couple. The bathroom break. AKA the couple that literally gave us nothing. Uh, still, still living up to that name because not giving too much here either. Like, I have a lot to say about them, but at the same time, I have nothing to say. So let's let's do it. Let's, let's talk just go, about it. Let's them. just go top to bottom here. All right. Tim and Melissa. Tim's running out of money, right? His job back home is not going to extend their offer any longer. And all I have to say about this is like the second he landed in Colombia. Yeah. Or even maybe before that, he was saying, oh, I still have my job in the U.S. They're yeah. waiting for me. Right? When he said that, I knew that he's not staying in Colombia. No. Because you, you are not all in. You're not all in. You have not your, all in. You have your exit plan. You have your exactly, ex- and the second you have it, like I always have a plan B, for yeah. you know. But you don't plan- have a plan B for this anymore, though. Of course not. Exactly, and that's the point. Tim still had a plan B within his relationship, and that's what I'm saying. Like I have a plan B for something that I know might change, or maybe will change. I will be okay with it for right. our marriage. Right. I have I have a plan A and the plan A is what we are doing. We're married. That's it. Period. And, and not Whatever. that you and not that you have a plan B, but if you had a plan B for the marriage, it would be like how we're do moving we, to check, but together. No, but it would be <laughs> how do we keep this marriage going? I wouldn't even go that far. I would just right. be like plan B. We don't like America. We'll move, but like, it would always involve you. You know right. exactly. But the fact that he was like, oh, I want to marry Melissa. I mean, want to you know get it, give it a shot. I cheated on her. Yada yada yada. <laughs> but I still have my job in the U.S. He's like, bro, you literally just gave us the answer to the whole segment for this whole show because. I knew he's going to go back and hello, he's telling he's Melissa back. that he booked a plane ticket without telling her and he's going back. I think that's the worst part. Have a conversation about it. Yeah. And it's like, in the same time, she's upset. She's like, oh, I can't believe he's doing it. You have to understand that if he runs out of money, you don't want to be the sugar mama. Like no. you want your man to make money. Like you want to yeah. have an equal relationship, equal. you know? He doesn't have to make more. No, 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 he no. doesn't have to make less. No, but, but how would the relationship be if he's like, you know what? No matter what, I'm going to stay here. You don't want to marry me now. So I just sit but around. He can't. Legally, he can't. Right. He's only got a certain amount of time. Yeah, and on what I'm saying visa. is like, yeah, he could just stay illegally sit around and Melissa would be going to work, paying for everything. Right. No one wants that. Nobody wants that. He would literally just be a cheese stick he at that point. He would literally kill the relationship this way. He'd be a spoiled, sour cheese stick. So he does. He tells Melissa, listen, I got to go back home. I got to go back to my job. I got to make money. I booked a ticket because, you know, if you don't book a ticket, prices go up. Or down. You never know. (laughs) Yeah. You can't wait too long. You might end up paying more. And I would rather save 20 bucks than save this relationship. Yeah. When it comes down to that, if you're not planning a vacation, when it comes down to oh, booking it now or booking it in four days, but I could actually tell my girl. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's come on. He messed the right, up. The writing's, He's a cheese on, the writing's stick. on the wall. He's a cheese stick. So Melissa, not thrilled about this, right? She's disappointed because Tim promised something. And now it's like he's bailing on this promise. He said, I'm coming to Columbia. We're going to figure out this relationship. And now he's booking plane tickets behind her back. But Tim yep. says, 
He wants to live in Colombia. He will live there. But at this point, he doesn't see how it's possible. So he's going to go home, but then he's going to return as soon as he can. I, there is a one sentence he said that I like. He said... That oh, I know what you're going to say. He's not moving back to run away from her, but to be able to run back to her. Loved it. Which is loved, really nice. Loved the poetry in it. Loved the poetry in it. But here's really what this whole segment and this whole season comes down to. They were not supposed to be on 90 Day because they didn't get married, didn't even try. Well, that's one aspect of it. That's that's a shade of what I'm about to say, which is that Melissa doesn't want to marry Tim. And if she would just marry him, Mm -hmm. then there wouldn't be this issue. He wouldn't have to run back to America so that he could run back to her. He could just stay there and have his visa and work in Colombia. True, but... I see her point. He cheated on her. It's still fresh and she is not ready. And I totally get it. I, and as, as they planned, which brings me to my second point, they shouldn't have been on 90 day. Right. It should have been before the 90 day. Yeah. But here's the thing. You say, oh, he cheated on her. They're not going to get married willy nilly because who knows, but they're both saying, Melissa's saying she wants it to work out so bad. And now that he's moving home, she's not sure that it's going to work out. But then she said that she, you know, she loves him and they're going to make it work. Like, right. They keep going back and forth. We'll find out probably on social media because I don't think these boring people are getting any spinoffs. Okay. At least I hope not. So did you catch this, right? When Tim was packing to go home, he was packing his bags and he says, oh, these are. These are pretty packed, right? These are these are too full. So there was a couple things he couldn't fit in his bag, and it was framed pictures of them. Oh yeah. Right? So he's leaving them behind as opposed to what most normal people would do and take the photos out of the frame and keep those with you because those are the important things. Yeah. No, instead of taking those photos of him and Melisa, he just gives them to her. He leaves them behind. Again, he's a cheese stick. Come on, man. Right. That's something a cheese stick, a meat stick, whatever, a dipstick would do. Mm-hmm. And that's that says it all. Yeah. Man. Like you, you're basically leaving all evidence of the, your relationship behind. But also he cannot do better than Melissa. So that's my other question is what does Melissa see in Tim? Well, I think like be- she got her cat back. She's got her <laughs> cat back. Right. She should be happy. He shepherded the cat home to her and now i think he was taking the cat back i'm pretty sure there was a cat back. that was her cat i think it was his cat that was her cat well we'll find out i think it was his cat but i I was gonna say i think he was skinnier before and i think she's attracted to what she doesn't have in colombia he's tall he's pale he has (laughs) light eyes and light skin and blonde hair she's not attracted to what she doesn't have because she was banging other dudes in Colombia. But just to bang, but I'll tell you this, right? Yeah. In Czech, you don't have any, like, all Czech people are just white people. We have yeah. a few minorities, but. I'm a white person. A much, yes. But lots of Czech girls are very attracted to African Americans because mm. we don't have, and Spanish guys, because we don't see them on a mm-hmm. daily basis. So You want what you can't have. Exactly. 
So okay. all right. in America, like, you know, America, you have all these cultures mixed together and you go out and you see white people, you see African-Americans, you see Latinos, you yeah. see Indian all over the place, right? Yeah. In Czech, you don't have it. So a lot of girls are always like, oh my God, like, do you see African-American guys? I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're everywhere. It's and exotic. They're very Czech, exotic. Yeah. And I remember when I was in college in, in Czech, we went out with my girlfriends and went to a club and there, I swear to God, there was one African-American guy. Every girl was around him. Mm. Every single girl was around him or wanted to talk to him. He was the freaking star because you want what you don't have or what you don't right. see. Right. So I think for Melissa, he is the tall, skinny, well, he was skinny, at least used to, like right. blonde hair, yeah, blue eyes. He was eyes. a cheese stick, now he's a cheese blob. Like you don't see these guys in Colombia, you know? Okay, maybe. So for her, it's like, oh, wow, I have this exotic guy. Right. And maybe she did like his personality before he cheated on her. So. And maybe she just loves cheese. Maybe. <laughs> you love cheese. I love cheese, but not cheese sticks. Okay. So look, Tim's leaving. He goes to the airport. He's sad. He hopes that they can find a way to make it work. And he's... He does have hope because it seems like finally they're on the same page again. They both see what's happening. They both know the truth. Okay, he cheated. Now he knows, yes, she did sleep with some other people, but it was sex for sex sake. I have to say, this was the best or maybe the wildest part of this couple throughout the whole show. Melissa, the vampire, the resting bitch face, she cried. A little bit. A little still, bit. Still, oh my God. He was still bawling way more than oh, her. Uh, she stick cries on every episode. I know, but it's never she a good sign. Cried. It's never a good sign when your man cries more than you. I'm a fan of equal crying. E- no one should cry way more than the other person. Unless the other person's a little more emotional. I know, but still. I cry when I see seals. I do not. <laughs> well, I do because I always feel like. Like that's so much beauty in one picture. <laughs> There's a lot of beauty in seals. A bunch of beautiful seals. There's a lot of beauty. But Melissa cried a little bit. But what struck me more was she summed it up once he left. She was just like, I'm bummed. I'm bummed. <laughs> that's it. That's your emotion. You're bummed. You're bummed that Tim left. Clearly the love of your life, right? I'm pretty bummed about this. Well, we'll find out on social media and on social media only, I hope, because I really don't want to watch them again. I know. I know. Yeah. So that's him and Melissa. Nothing with Armando and Kenny. No. And next week is the final, is the season finale. It's got to be the finale because the week after that comes 90 Day Fiance. I hope we'll have a tell-all because I live for tell-alls. Yeah. Yeah, we looked ahead in the listings. We didn't see any mention of it. So they better have a tell all. I Come mean, on, guys. you gotta have a tell all because that's the summary of everything. Yeah. Like so, Angela always gets like angry and wants to well, beat up other people. It's fabulous. Who would who would get that angry on this tell all? Not angry, but I, I feel Brittany, like Brittany would get a little angry. Yeah, heated. but I feel like, you know, a lot of these spoilers that we've been seeing on social media would probably be explained a little deeper. That's true. From the cast members. But do we really need a tell-all because we've been following it all on social I media? Do, I do want to tell. I love the tell-alls. All right. All right. I'm with you. Anyway, we've it, gone on long enough. 
We've got we, and we deserve the title after we stuck with them this whole season, waiting for something to happen. Something <laughs> did happen, nothing too major, but we're not done just yet. Yeah, we have one more episode. One more at episode. Least, Shit at can least. go down. Shit yeah. can go down. And then give us, then tell us all. Tell us all, please. Tell us all. So, guys, thanks for listening. If you haven't yet followed us on Instagram, please do at 90 Day Crazy and Love. You can message us there. You could just follow along to see what happens. Make sure you guys are subscribed on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, wherever you're listening. iHeartRadio. Smash that subscribe button. And thank you guys again for leaving the reviews. If you guys haven't left a review, oh, man, we can't say it enough. It means so It's probably the biggest thing you could do for us is just leave us a review. Very true. Even if it's not in writing, if it's just in numbers or in stars, if you guys could just leave us a review, whatever you feel like, Mm -hmm. however you're feeling about this podcast, please leave us that review. Thank you. Thank you. It is the biggest and best thing you could do for us. So... Guys, have a happy and healthy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, and hope gobble, you're, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Hope you're celebrating with you your loved gobble, ones. Do you say gobble, gobble? We say gobble, gobble. We know what you say in Czech. You in say, Czech, we say hudre, hudre. So we will leave you with that. Hudre, hudre. Gobble, <laughs> gobble. Thanks for tuning in. That's all for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.